2: Slob Talk Radio. Mm-hmm.
1: Welcome aboard, everybody. Uh, This is my second Sunday show. Of course, uh, everybody who knows about the show knows I've been doing it on uh, Thursday evenings. But I did a show last week with the founder and CEO of the Tasha C. Joyner Foundation on uh, last Sunday. And I kind of like the Sunday. I feel a lot better, uh, less tension, less stress, and I was off work today. So uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, joining in last week to hear uh, Tasha C. Joyner and what she's doing with the Cancer uh, Support Foundation. It is a tremendous foundation. I would recommend that everybody uh, go back to that archive. You can go to Blog Talk Radio uh, forward slash Keith Bledsoe and pick up all the archives and uh, check out that show. There's some valuable information uh, for uh, what Tasha is doing. Uh, If you know someone or have cancer uh, and you need support, well, if you already have support, you just can you some more support and love. Uh, it is an incredible organization that Tasha started, and I recommend that everybody give her uh, support. So today, uh, one thing uh, about my show, one thing I try to do is I want everyday people. I want the people who are living the everyday life and see things for what they really are, not blinded by uh, whatever. Uh, Celebrityism or whatever Just down to earth everyday people I listen to a lot of uh, radio talk shows And they have the so called experts On to analyze uh, You know people And it's the people who they are analyzing Who I prefer to talk to Because as far as I'm concerned uh, Living the life that they and we And most of us live You know hell we're the experts We're experts too People need to realize that. Open up and use your own mind and think, and think, think for yourself. You're the expert. You don't need to listen to someone else to just necessarily tell you who you are. I mean, there are some experts, Francis, Dr. Francis Creswell, and uh, Dr. Claude Anderson, uh, Dr. Umar Johnson. You know, they're out there are yeah, those are legit, legitimate experts. But there are a lot of people who just blow in and don't know any more than you do. Today uh, is a guest who I have on who. Uh, I actually came into contact with by uh, reading her Facebook post and uh, just they seemed to create uh, some tidal waves of responses but they were really on point and down to earth actually kind of reminded me of myself and I guess that's where the attraction was she writes what she sees from the heart she doesn't pull any punches I have a lot of respect uh, for this young lady and I want to bring on this D.D. Lois, Terrell from Julian High School representing
3: Julian.
1: (laughs) Got to put that out there.
3: Hello, everyone. Happy Sunday.
1: I am really,
3: um, I'm really honored to be invited to Keith's show. Uh, It makes me feel like somebody is reading and actually um, listening to what is going on out here in our society. More so the black community is what I want to talk about, things that are going on in the black community because, and the reason why I say that Mm -hmm. is that's all I really know. And one subject I want to touch bases on is religion.
1: And I was going to ask you about that. No, go ahead. Go Mm -hmm. Go ahead. ahead. No, I'm just going to say that uh, I I read your post, man, and I tell you, uh, and I've had people who read my posts and they comment to me about my post, and and I'm really flattered by some of the responses I get and from some of what people tell me. And it's like I read your post and I find myself feeling the same way about what you're writing that other people say about my writing, and that's a compliment.
3: Yeah, it really is, at least especially coming from, you know, someone like you who um, you've been into this type of thing for a while. And sometimes you don't even think people are paying attention to your post. And and sometimes they really are. You know, I've been even told that I've helped people. Now, everybody don't like what I write. Don't get me wrong. There are folks who (laughs) think that I am too harsh. Um, There are folks who think that I have no sympathy nor empathy, which is simply not true. I would like to see people think for themselves. That's all. Um, everyone has opinions. We're going to go into this church thing. I um, work on the west side of Chicago, but I live right outside of Oak Park, Illinois, in a suburb called Forest Park, Illinois.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And there are some mornings when I'm on my way to work, and I'm just driving down Madison. And once I cross over to Austin, you're in Chicago. And I notice something. I started counting churches. I know you find that odd, right?
2: I (laughs) I started counting
3: churches. There were some blocks that had six or seven churches on one block. They're right next door to each other. I don't understand that. But the community I just love, Oak Park, they don't have that. Forest Park River Forest doesn't have that. I noticed that in the black community. Is there an explanation for that, Keith?
1: Well, I, I my uh, view of the church is is, is as it's being an extension of the system, and I and I don't I know that there are some good churches out there trying to do the right thing. Don't you know they they yes, do it? They are. But as as a whole, a, as a purpose, I believe it's simply an extension of the system. Mm-hmm. It, it has been uh, introduced to us by the same people who oppressed us. Uh, It it, it has made us gullible, passive, and sitting around waiting for things to happen. Uh, We sit around praying, which to me, in my Mm -hmm. opinion, is almost like begging. Instead of meditating, going within yourself and pulling up all that internal power. So I think that... Pulling
3: out the truth truth within
0: yourself.
1: Within yourself, exactly. So I believe, and I've said it, and some people don't like it, but that's okay, that we have been seriously miseducated.
3: Yeah, I agree with that when you say the system because why is it that we can get – let's take um, – you ever heard of Reverend Meeks?
1: Oh, yes, yes.
3: Uh, he was able to get a church, a mega church built w- with no problems, but yet I hear so many in our communities complain about schools closing, and in the schools that are open don't have adequate equipment. They want to shut down the athletic programs, the music programs, the art programs, but yet we can get this mega church built. I am baffled by that. I'm we can come uh, up with millions of dollars to yeah. support this, even after it's built. But I, our, our schools are crumbling. I'm baffled. Can someone a- help me? I did a
1: solo show. As a matter of fact, speaking of that, uh, anybody who wants to call in and chime in and agree or disagree, uh, complain or compliment, please do. You're welcome to call in. The number is 718-664-9513. 718-664-9513. You're more than welcome to call and chime in. Now, speaking of Reverend Meeks, I made, I did a solo show about a month ago, my first one, uh, And I talked about that church in particular because when I come into uh, Chicago, I pass it all the time. And four four blocks from that $20 million church, there's a Walmart. There's a Walmart. Now, you think with all these churches, with all these black organizations, do you think that we would at least be able to have a a supermarket at, at, at the level of a Walmart right there in our community down from our churches to keep that money right there with us? but Walmart's there. Uh, you know, It's amazing how we can build a $20 million church, but we can't have a gas station. We can't have a liquor store. We can't have a motel. The Indians have all that. So I'm baffled, too, and I think a lot has to do with the fact that the churches don't want to come together. It's, it's all individualism. They all want to do their own thing. They all want mm-hmm. to control the treasury. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe a lot of them are simply trying to promote themselves, some of these preachers, trying to promote themselves and God themselves and on a sly way where they'll say that they're not trying to be that way but they know that on well that the people who come to their church are looking at them like that. So, I don't know. Um, we don't have a hotel. We don't have anything. We don't. We have nothing.
3: No, we don't have anything but churches.
1: That's churches? That's all uh, we
3: have. We don't have anything but churches and when I see these churches, when I say you got them next door to each other, but the neighborhood is crumbling. You've got high crime rate, murder rate, assaults. Uh, but yet you have these churches and people are saying that they're praying. What are you praying for? I, I mean, well, I do they, they me think it's going a- to get better by osmosis. <laughs> what are you praying for?
1: No, they 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 they're going to leave it in the hands of a mystery instead of using their own hands to build something for themselves. And I I I found that odd, even when I came up in the church as a kid. You know.
3: Well, does that keep people from facing reality of what's really going? Maybe they can't handle the reality of what's really going on, and could that be an escape?
1: I think that saint uh, has a lot to do with it. Uh, have having been taught to believe something that most people, you can just tell in the conversation with them, have no clue. They don't even understand what they believe in.
3: That's the part that gets me. I've had people come to me and say, you know, what church do you go to, The And my response is, you know, I really don't attend church, you know, because I really don't believe in uh, organized religion. I'm a spiritual individual, but I don't yeah. believe in organized religion. And I get such a backlash. I get people that look at me and they're appalled. They they can't believe it, that I don't attend a church.
1: I've I've seen some of the responses that you've gotten. As a matter of fact, I, a few times I've had to chime in and, and, uh, and kind of push it back because I'm saying, you know, the, the people, you aren't making any sense, and they, they're coming at you as though, well, uh, you must not exactly. believe God uh, uh, or you are so harsh and you are, you know, you just just, uh, you know, the the antichrist, they come at you at some time. And I'm
3: trying I mean. to get other people to not believe in God. You know, I've been accused of all types of things, but the strength that I have within, none of that bothers me. What bothers me more so is to see m- my communities crumble the way they are. I could care less about what someone thinks about me or what I don't do or what I do. I am bothered by the fact that our communities are crumbling, have crumbled. I can remember growing up there. I was a child who grew up in the 70s, and at one time, Keith, we owned businesses. At one time, um, we were extremely family-oriented. Yet now, we have more churches than we did in the 70s, more mega-churches. More churches that are bringing in millions and millions of dollars, but yet the family unit is gone. Blacks don't own really any businesses. They own a few, but not many. You got some neighborhoods you go in, you just talked about it. They're food desert. They don't even have a decent grocery store, but yet you got a church. Something bothers me about that.
1: Yeah, it's it's just... uh... I mean, you can go back to the Civil Rights Movement in 65. We're supposed to have all these rights we can vote now, but I tell you, we are much worse off today than we were back then. We, yeah, oh, we yeah, have. I
3: believe so. I think so. You know, that brings up another issue. Uh, segregation. Is segregation a bad thing? We were so hung whole on wanting to be mixed in with other races. We shouldn't have been concentrating on that. We should have been concentrating on doing what we needed to do in our community. Like everyone else. Look at all the other ethnic groups. They don't care if, they don't care if they can live we where others live. Absolutely.
1: Now see integration they just of,
3: make what they're living at better.
1: All integration did was cause disintegration amongst us, amongst basically, black people. I mean we disintegrated. Basically, we disintegrated and we, we, we just couldn't wait to, to, to get into the oppressor's household getting to his restaurants and just gave up everything that we had just to be there with him. And he still don't want us there for the most part. He still
3: don't want us because um, there was a young lady complaining on Facebook about um, some of the bars on Western, like I would say between 95th and Western and let's say 111th and Western, you know that area. Um, Oh, They were saying that they went into the bars and they weren't welcome. And my thing is, but you're going to make them welcome you? Why, why Why? is this? What is What is within you to want to give someone your money who doesn't want you? Is
2: that that's, what
3: the church is teaching?
1: That's the confu- really confusing part about black people with me, is that how we take every uh, reason that we could possibly have to unite and come together, we use it as excuses to hate each other and to kill each other and maim each other. And even the greatest doctors haven't been able to really, they, they tell me why. Yes, of course we were slave. We have the slave mentality. But why do we embrace it so much? Is, is there something in the, melaton, I'm sorry, the melanin mm-hmm. that makes us the shade uh, that we are? Is there something else there mentally w- within that melanin?
3: Somehow we, well, a lot of people I talk to, keep because I've had this on my page before, too, about, have you heard blacks, a lot of blacks will say they're mixed with everything except for black. they say, oh, my great-great-great-grandmother was white or this, that, and the other, because we, some of us have this yearning to be so, to be a part of their world, even if we were raped back then, in order for us to look like we look. You know, we were mixed because it wasn't out of love. But even today, we got the hair issues, the skin tone issues. Um, we have this yearning to be a part of their world. And when I say that, not to live better, because everybody should live better, but to uh, just be a part of their world. If I go in somewhere and I know that I'm not welcome, you aren't getting my money.
1: It, that That is it's so simple. What's so difficult about that? What's time so difficult?
3: is not. One girl told me that we should fight to go into places. I'm not, I'm not fighting for any to go into any place that doesn't want me. Oh, no. That's the problem. I think that um, we should have stayed segregated, actually.
1: Well, we should have kept our own, if nothing else. We should have definitely should've kept, kept our own. Yeah. Let me you ask just you made
3: an interesting point. You say they still don't want you. Just think about when people, when they started remembering, when everybody started moving to the suburbs, hmm the people moved right out. So that shows you there.
2: So, oh, yeah.
1: I know when I first moved out of Chicago to uh, Burnham, which is right outside of Chicago. Man, i tell you about a few months later, all you, saw, you thought uh, for sale signs was part of the decor for the neighborhood.
3: Yeah, you they know, got out. They got the hell
1: out of there quick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we saw it too in our neighborhood. Even in Chicago, we saw it, how they got
1: out. They got out. Let, let me ask you this question, because I, would, I, would, uh, I just happened to see this on uh, the CNN page, and I saw where President Obama met with the Pope.
2: Mm-hmm. And me,
1: who I am, and the first thing I could think of is, you know what? Uh, this man is the leader of a organization that it has been historically documented to be a haven for undercover, homosexuals, and pedophiles. And, that's oh, yes. and, I, and I, I understand the, all the political side of it. I do, but still it disturbs me that he was able to meet with this man, who I don't have any respect for at all. I mean, more power to him, whatever he does, but he doesn't do anything for me talking about the Pope. But if Obama was to have met with, say, Jeremiah Wright, he, it would still be front-page news. they probably try to impeach him.
3: Oh, if he had met with um, Jeremiah Wright, he would have, right, they would have asked for his resignation because, well, they used Jeremiah, you know what, they did use Jeremiah Wright as a scapegoat, I will say that, or into his defense. They did yeah. use him as a scapegoat. Um, they were looking for something to tie him with something negative, and that was all they could find. And they brought up a lot of his speeches, and, you know, they sounded like hate speeches or whatever. But, yes, if he had um, met with him, then, yeah, it would have been, you know, it would have been havoc. You know, the media would have took that and ran with it, you know, like they do with everything else, just like with Reverend Wright's daughter being indicted. They keep saying when you read the article, they'll say Obama's former pastor. Yeah. They won't let that go.
1: And and that's the world we lived in. That this is the world we live in. This is you know, I understand the politics but it just still sickens me to my stomach that uh this stuff is happening right before our eyes and we're too busy with stuff that are not important at all. Uh, oh
2: no,
3: it was okay for him to meet with the Pope.
1: Yeah, it's it although the
3: Catholic church paid out what, billions of dollars in settlement for uh, uh, assaulting kids.
1: Assaulting the boys, yeah. And 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 they have not uh, called out those who they know are still in the system, but and they're covering form. That's why the pope, this Pope Benedict, before this current pope resigned, he's in the hiding somewhere because he's gonna get indicted. Mark my word, it's coming up. It's coming up. You don't just resign as a pope. Something something seriously wrong.
2: Right, right.
1: But that's true. That's 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 just the world we live in, and uh, you know, it's 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 just unfortunate. Let me but ask, people ask,
3: are so blindsided. Any little thing can blindside them. Now, I'm going to give you an example. We're going to go back to the church. Do you remember? You know, we all was kind of raised in the church, of course, but yes. it was a thing that we did as a family. Remember, we did yes. this as a family, and it was. Uh, The churches were much more community oriented Do you remember in the I would say late 80s Early 90s Church became famous When certain celebrities Started going to certain churches Oprah Mm -hmm. started going to Trinity And all of a sudden it put Trinity On the map Um, A lot of uh, You know Senators and things were going to Trinity And to Apostolic Church of God, you had lawyers and doctors. Their church became, I would say, involved. It became the thing to do. It wasn't about helping people. It wasn't about helping your community. It was about me saying, well, I go with Oprah though. How gullible can you be?
1: Yeah. I, I recall that phase I recall that
0: phase
1: Do
3: you remember and that right. phase? Yes, I do. I do I do Then they said when Oprah stopped going to Trinity Trinity lost a lot of members Although it did still remain a big, major church And that's how, you know, eventually he was at Because he had a small church Then he was able to get the bigger one built Hmm you know, yeah. because his church was small, and then he was able to get a bigger one. Same thing with Apostolic over there on 63rd. He ended up getting a bigger one. They could come up with all this money to build these million-dollar churches, but the schools are crumbling. The neighborhood is going down. I don't get it.
1: Yeah, and, and how many of the pastors live near their church?
3: Yeah, it's interesting you say that because um, one of my Facebook friends, Corey Miller, he said that. He put that on his page. He said, a lot of these pastors don't live anywhere near these churches. and No one questions it. The kind of money. Can you imagine the kind of money that are going, going through these churches? Well, hmm?
1: oh, absolutely.
3: But they could come you could They could come up. And now this is on the members. Like, I'm not going to blame the church now. If you've got a service that's got, you know, over a thousand people going to and you have more than one person. But you do understand that these churches have several churches, several services per day.
2: Yes. Look Some at the, the kind of money.
3: money. Yeah. Excuse me, look at the kind of money that's coming. We well, can raise all of that money but we can't save our schools. That tells me a lot about people.
1: Well, church is, uh, I've always, you know, church is, is, is just a is big business. Church is a business.
3: Are they trying to buy are their way into heaven?
1: Well, there's they, those people who are in charge and who are then to buy their way into luxury and, and, and have the people.
3: Uh, oh, yeah, because all these big pastors I'm telling you about, they they drive luxury cars, they live in great big homes, they live very well. Their kids go to the best. Their kids don't go to the public
1: school. And that, that's, that's this is the world we live in, and it, it just makes you shake your head to the point Sometimes you might say I blame you. the people. Well,
2: absolutely.
3: How can people absolutely. be so gullible? That's,
1: that's, that's where we're like at. Like you
3: said earlier, you said most people don't even understand what they stand for. You know, I've talked to several people about uh, President Obama. A lot of people don't care what he does. He was just black. His wife
2: was black, and they felt
3: that it was our time. But our time for what? And, you know,
1: that is we, we were talking earlier today, and, and I said as far as that's concerned, I don't think people realize that this whole event, this whole Obama presidency, was systematically designed to do exactly what it is doing. And we might get the uh, Obamacare and the health care and a couple of these little crimes here and there, but as a whole, it hasn't, hasn't happened. And uh, When he comes out of office We're in trouble
3: they, they don't understand that though
1: The way I see it because he All they
3: want to say is that We had a black president
1: But this black president And that's all that the uh, white presidents That follow this black president Is going to say that Well hell you had a black president He didn't appoint a black Supreme Court justice Why are you complaining to me now Exactly you know, you had a black president. He didn't, he didn't do anything for the black community. He didn't do this, and that's why. Now, now you you didn't say anything then. This is what we're going to be hearing.
3: Yes, yeah, but we don't see that. We don't see that. We're blindsided. And I'm not saying that he caused any of these problems here in the United States. Don't get me wrong.
2: Boy, I, I think agree. when I
3: discuss that with some people, people, you know, they go into this spiel about, well, if you didn't put the country into this, I never said that. I already know that this country was way out of whack, way out of whack before he got in. No one said that. No one expects him to fix everything. But there are some things that he did that I don't agree with. Like, he bailed out the bank. He bailed out the car company.
1: I didn't agree with him going over and killing uh, Muammar Gaddafi. I didn't didn't agree with uh, uh, him, all these drones that he's dropping and killing innocent men, women, and children. Uh.
3: But with most black people, that's okay. They don't care what. Keith. have you spoken with a lot of black people on these issues? They don't care what he does. He's a black president. He can do what he wanted
2: to do.
0: Until he that's it out.
1: Down, that's what it boils down to. And uh, they can't stand you to criticize them. But like I say, uh, we, we're going to be hearing a lot about this black president when the next president gets in there and we start complaining about something. And like I say, they're going to talk about, hey, oh, you didn't say anything then. Why are you saying something now?
3: And they'll have, they have a valid point. They'll
1: have a valid point
3: too. You know, I've and heard he- people say, you know, if you if you could criticize why should we not criticize and say something we don't agree with just because he's black? That's wrong. I mean, like you said, the drones, killing Gaddafi, bailing out the banks and the car companies. Why and not he- bail out people who were having problems with their mortgage? You know how many people lost their homes?
1: Oh, man, Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, I I can relate to that time. I basically,
3: you know what, I could say, even though I took a short sale because I wanted to get out of it, I could say I basically lost mine. But there was no help for me.
1: And even even today he's over trying to tell Russia what to do and and how not to send troops to the Ukraine. When we took our butts to... (laughs) To occupy, we're occupying the country too. I mean, it, the, the, this country has a whole lot of nerve, and it makes me sick. It really does.
3: Yeah. Because we think we're the world police. Now they gonna tell somebody not to go into something, but we are. Now, you let me actually.
1: Did you see? Did you see Twelve Years a Slave?
3: I did not see it. I I can't. I don't think I can watch it because I watched. I wouldn't saw the Butler. That was enough for me. I'm tired okay. of slave movies. I, I didn't see it. Did you
1: see it? I saw it, and yes, I was tired of him, but I went ahead and, uh, and watched it anyway. And I just, to me, see, I look at it this way. Don't give me this crap about uh, if we show this movie, uh, white people will see this movie and it'll help them understand what, understand what we've been through. That's bullshit. The but only I way
3: have them have been on and they still don't care.
1: <laughs> well, well, the only the only way that I can see that they could watch a movie like this that and maybe understand how we felt is to reverse the roles, reverse the races and make the black folks right.
3: Then make they it. would understand Exactly, I agree
1: then, then they would see it a little better because all we do by showing this this movie is, is for them to see, oh this is how it was, so yeah, they, they need to know who's boss
3: Exactly, they don't care
1: yeah, this is how they're watching that movie. Now we're sitting here and the fact that it wins the Academy Award for Best Picture uh-huh. give me, This is all systemized. This is the system at work. It really is. it it was some That's good performances. True. But you had Denzel Washington played Malcolm X great one of his greatest role ever. Couldn't win it, couldn't win an Oscar. But he gets couldn't a win train. It, but he
3: can win it for playing a bad police.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And so people so. were
3: just so happy he won it just because he was black. I watched Malcolm X. He played that part.
1: It was it was his greatest he role. He
3: played that part, but they they wouldn't give it to him for that.
1: So it, it just you know, Twelve Years a Slave. I mean, I, I don't you know. I know people are all into it. All it was a great movie. Well, great, great in what way? I mean, it was. I just wasn't. I did think it
2: was great. Oh, Okay.
1: I, I thought it was a, you know, it, it was it was a well made movie. It was I can't say I was entertained because watching that kind of movie does not entertain me. Uh, right.
0: It exactly.
1: It didn't teach me anything because I pretty much, uh, you know, I, I've seen enough of them. You know, all you have to do is watch Roots. <laughs> you know, that's pretty much all you need. Exactly. But and
3: that was I, back what in the seventies.
1: Yeah. So I saw the movie as just uh, something that. Uh, the oppressor can look at and, and remind them that hey, we run this. This, this is how it's supposed to be. We, we're, we're who's boss. So
3: exactly. That, that was my take
1: on the movie. I agree I, with you. I did. I wasn't feeling it. I just didn't uh, see what everybody else sees. But that's that's just me. I tend to look at things that way. I guess. You
3: know, Hollywood. Hollywood was gonna pick. This is another thing. Hollywood is racist. Hollywood has no place. And that's a. You know what? Um, what was the guy that played uh, Fred Sanford's son? um,
1: DeMond Wilson.
3: um, Yes, DeMond Wilson wrote a piece. He said he wasn't going to beg Hollywood to give him a job. That's another thing. A lot of blacks insist on being a part of Hollywood. And no matter what role they play, that's okay with them. One girl said, well, with Carrie Washington, she's got a lead role um, on TV. So, yeah, is that
1: yeah, all that, it's about? <laughs> and, and, and playing the type of part she's playing, you know, there will always be that type of lead role out there.
3: Exactly. Uh, you know, Those so, roles were out there in the 70s when Pam Green and all of them were playing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, so what's the what's the point?
1: Now, what what do you think about the? Uh, and like I say, if anybody's listening, want to chime in seven one eight six six four nine five one three. You can call in. If not, we'll just keep it rolling, keep it rolling. But I want to ask you, uh, Dee Dee, uh the LGBT movement, and which which more power to any people and. Any no more power to anybody who wants to do what they want to do consensually. Have at it. If, if that's what you like, that's what you want to do, go for it. Be yourself. Open up. You know, you ain't got to go in the closet to be with you want to be with. But I think, in my opinion, they are really, really getting out of hand with their expectations. Do, do, you, do you have, what, what do well, you think
3: Well, they were able, they're the ones with the, you got to understand something. They, in essence, run. This country, they have uh, politics on up, business, Hollywood, the media. Um, they were able to give millions of dollars to uh, President Obama's campaign. Um, they now are trying to make it seem as if all of them are being. Uh, discriminated upon, and that's not true. Discrimination in my definition is when you stop someone from having a job, you stop someone from living where they want to live, you stop someone from shopping where they want to shop. That's different. But to make me agree that two men or two women should be legally married, I don't agree with it. Marriage is an institution for a man and a woman, and it all goes back to uh, procreation. Two men cannot create life. Two women can't create life. And I hear all these people talking about all oh, how much they believe in God and how much, but then it's okay to honor a gay marriage. No, it's sure. something that I don't agree with. They, they can't push it, but they're trying to push it off as if it's normal. I mean, all every TV
2: show has it on there now.
1: And that's the part that gets... Let me, let me ask you this question. Do you believe that depression is a disease, that depression is somewhat of an illness that needs to be treated?
3: Depression?
1: No, yeah, depression.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it... I. Uh, it's iffy. I don't know if it should be necessarily treated with medicine um, unless in some way that a doctor can truly say that this depression is coming from some type of chemical imbalance, but how do you but prove that?
1: But it could be treated with 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 counseling, with just the spoken word, with it, with counseling. I think that
3: it could be treated with counseling. I have battled with depression myself, and right, I've, uh, I've had my moments.
1: But but my my point yeah, here is that
3: I, 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 I didn't. I don't think I needed any medication. I think uh, being able to talk it out and um, kind kind of helped me with certain things, and believe it or not, um, exercise
1: helps me. So if depression uh, requires either counseling, sometimes medicine, it requires treatment, it requires recognition, it requires...
3: Yeah, it requires recognition. I like the way you're putting that. Yeah, it it, it requires some type of recognition.
1: And then when you recognize that you you, you treat it, it, according to the level of depression that you have. But my point is this, then if that's the case then what is what what is it to be uh, and like I said, I had nothing again I have homeless gays in my family, I love them. it's fine. I don't agree with the concept, which is why but why I say it. what I'm saying is if, if depression is considered a treatable something or another, then what then what is what is the uh, the gay mentality then? Is that P- they're trying to sell it to as as being a norm, perfectly normal concept, and I have a yeah, problem. trying to sell it
3: as being a perfectly normal concept.
1: And then they want to turn it around. If you're straight and you disagree with the concept, they turn it around to make it seem as though you have a problem.
3: Exactly. Oh, definitely. I've been told. I've been called homophobic.
2: And that's so
3: yeah, they do. They try to turn it around. It's a it, it, it's a system, like you say. I'm telling you, I'm agreeing with you on this system thing. It's a systematic thing. I'm telling you.
1: Yes. And and, and then you. They have want to
3: end procreation.
1: Whenever you have, when you have a situation where an, an athlete who nobody's even heard of just decides to come out in the closet and say and wave and say, hey yo ho, I'm gay, and gets a call from the damn president. So church, president, what what kind of message are you sending to our kids? See, my thing is, if we're talking about all adults here, but we're not. We're talking about kids who are watching me bus slide on TV these days. Uh, I mean, what does that do for these kids? You know how cruel kids can be and how influential. Influential, and uh, I just don't like what I'm seeing. I don't like. The direction of things are going, if it was meant to be that you were supposed to have a sincere option as far as your romantic interests, then you would have been blessed with both the male and the female
3: organ that's true i would have I would have think you know what I would think so. I mean, I'm just looking at how we're both built we have I have female organs, men have um male organs they were we were put on this earth to do certain I wouldn't be here if a man and woman didn't get together. That I wouldn't was, be here
1: talking to you. <laughs> I, 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 that's exactly, and, I, and at the same time, if that's what two people want to do, if you want to kick it with another man, and you, man, and more power to you. But don't, don't come out talking about you want to legalize this and that, and you want to take a term such as marriage and turn it into what you're trying to turn it into. No, you call that shit something else. If you're going to be able to. Well, do they it. already
3: but, have, though. They've succeeded and your president, helped Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. And it, it just
3: that's because he was paid off.
1: It's all political, and it's all systematic. And it's money. All, money. It, it, that really bothers me. It, it really, really does bother me. Yeah. Well. When that
3: when that kind of happened, I kind of, if you really want to know the truth, when they started talking about all of that and he started being I really kind of turned. I was turned off from him. Period. I already, you know, I did like some of the things he did. You know, with the insurance, because everybody ought to have insurance. No one should go yeah. into the poor house. Because they got sick. Because in some way, we're going to all get sick. So I agreed with that. But to me, that's all he did. He came out of the gates helping GM, Ford, the banks. Did he help anybody else? So if you, the middle classes would drive this country. You ask the middle class out, He, they're going to find out. The middle class are the ones who keep this
1: country running, and the middle class—they're the ones whose jobs have been shipped overseas to India exactly. and so forth. Nobody's talking about that. All the Republicans are saying. Nobody's all,
3: talking about that. That's all being swept under the table.
1: Where's the jobs? Where are the jobs? At? Hell, I can tell you where the jobs are. They've been sent to India. That's why they're not here. A lot of these IT jobs—if you ever call for support uh, yeah, AOL—you're going to be talking to somebody you can hardly damn understand what they're saying.
3: Girl, I've been through it.
1: It's trying to get help with something. So what? What has been something? This country your... is
3: not going to be a middle class, rich or poor.
1: We, we we got a problem. We we we're in trouble. And I think especially uh, the, the system has duped us with this two-term black president.
3: So uh, that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to dupe you so you shut up because you'll never get another one, and then yeah. that it'll be over with. Yes. It'll be over with. They won't have
0: to hear it anymore.
1: And he, he's doing what he, I, I believe, what he knows, he, what his boundaries are. I mean, he loves his family. He don't want nothing to happen to his kids on the way to school or his wife. Like You know they you know how he, they murdered Ron Brown, how they did that. You know, he don't want to be a part of, uh, you know, that system that if you step out of line, then uh, you just might be uh, met with an untimely accident some kind of way, you know?
3: Well, too, you know, on the other side of it, too, As weak as these people, I don't think they would want to do nothing to him because I believe if they did something to him, this would be it. I think that these folks would tear his country up. It would be worse than when King got killed. Yeah, but he better stay with him. They want a clown anyway. They want a clown anyway. So if something happened to him, I I think this would just be it. I mean, they they would tear his country. I mean, yeah. and a lot of people would be killed. A lot of innocent people would be
1: killed. I agree with that result, but I don't put nothing past the system. I hope it doesn't happen. Because no, yes, I
3: don't. And they they probably would still do it because the, who who would, who would hurt the most from it? If a riot came,
1: it would be up. Well, we, we, we would just kill each other and ruin our, burn down our own neighborhoods. And they much. Were just right. So,
3: you're right. We'll kill we'll each, kill each other just like they did when King got killed. You know, the West Side certain parts
2: of the west
1: side
3: still hasn't recovered. Oh, yes. From me and and Detroit.
1: Yeah.
3: So, you know, I remember, right, it was just... true.
1: Sure. I remember back in the late 70s. I remember when, remember when Casey and the Sunshine Band made the record Shake Your Booty? Yeah. And I remember when Jesse Jackson, I always kind of gave him credit for this, that uh, he went on national TV and he was talking about how he didn't like all uh, this sex talk and music. Now, we we're just talking about shaky Booty. And they jumped on him about freedom of speech, and they just tore him apart. And then when Tipper Gore mm-hmm. came on and these video games, are violent, they need to be controlled, age-controlled. They jumped on her. Man, and look at where we are. We're going from shaky Booty to Bitch and f- every...
3: No, right. Kill a hole.
1: Yeah, yeah, we, we, we've we gone... That's a hole. And we get we get we get so out of hand with anything we have this opportunity. We try to use this freedom of speech thing; it gets out of hand. Video games, the music is—we don't even have music. You got to go back into your closet, to the crates, to the dust. Get the dust. <laughs> and then don't when have you music. the results of the poisons that this music has spewed within the people, it's it, it, it's sickening. Uh. What was that? Man, I hate that. I hate when I do that. Ugh. But anyway, anyway, I remember when. He, okay, I know where I was going with that. He, it, it, we get out of hand, and that's what I fear about going back to this gay movement. It's going to get out of hand. I've already it's seen. out of hand. I, I, yeah, it is. I've seen. Have you seen some of these videos? Somebody put on a video that you see on your timeline of these teenage boys twerking on the end of the damn bed. Yeah, I
3: saw that one, and then. Um... They had another video of uh, a gay wedding with two guys, and they had the works. They had the cake and everything.
1: It, 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 it's out of, it's going to get out of hand, and I don't like the fact that our young straight boys and straight girls...
3: They're going, they're going to think it's cute.
1: I'm uh, even having to experience this, you know, and uh, I, I don't know, but I, I just... Got a
3: hand, like you said. I mean, and until you got these guys walking around here with skirts on, to make somebody it's a fashion statement.
1: Yeah. So you give, say, so what happens is you give them the right to walk down if they want to walk around switching and wearing heels and tights on. Well, you can't say nothing. No. Nope, you can't. Because it's normal. It's because they, they, they're, they're considering it normal now. That's just where I have a problem. with. I don't know. I can, I, I can I'll never understand that concept. More power to whomever does, and that's what you, you purse into. but I just can't get with it, and I'm going to stand and push back for as long as I live. As long as they're trying to make this seem like normal, I'm going to always push back and say, that shit ain't
2: normal. <laughs> okay.
3: You remember yeah, when we were growing up that um, there were certain things that just wasn't on TV, remember? There were just certain things weren't on TV. There's no way in the world they would show certain things on TV. Now they show everything on TV. Everything, yes, everything yes. is normal now. They show men and women basically having sex on TV. They show yep. gay folks on, and they they really making a big deal now showing gay weddings. If you if you know it it's on TV.
1: Oh yeah, the what the Grammy Awards featured 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 a gay wedding. They put ad straight in there too. Women, not, not no fool, that was about gay marriage, and that was sickening to myself.
3: You and know. then you know, well, did you see the post when I put up about um, the the gay pastor and the first gentleman?
1: Yes, I saw that.
3: People yes, had a fit with that. They were like, "Oh, you just you you hate gay folks and this, that, and the other." One guy told me it's such an injustice to to try and say that um, they shouldn't have a right. Uh... I mean, a gay pastor. And, you know, they're part of Trinity. That church is a part of Trinity on 95th Street. And well, I never. recognize the guest speaker, you know, the woman. She goes to Trinity. So everything goes now.
2: If, you yeah. got to understand,
3: again, you know how much power. Money is with the power, key. Money. Keep in mind of that. If you've got money, you can buy anything. They've been able to buy the right to be married. <laughs>
1: And they have proven it. I, I give them credit that their movement has been on point. I do, too. And uh, I don't agree with the extremities of what they're trying to do, but they got their stuff together. We they don't. They got
3: their stuff together. They do. We got to hand that to them. We got to okay. give that to them. They've been able to pull that off.
1: So what They've been, been, been able
3: to pull that off because, again, they stick together.
1: Yes. Yes, we, we, we can and learn a lot. They got
3: plenty of money. They got plenty of money.
1: Yeah, they have plenty of money and they have the voice and they also have uh, a fix that so people won't say anything as much as they might disagree with it. They'll just keep quiet because they're afraid of being labeled homophobic or something yeah. else. And uh,
3: Yeah, about not them being uh, in much power that they're in. I mean, like I said, you got them, the big CEOs of these big companies, they are... Uh, they run Hollywood, so you know they. You can't. You see what they did to Isaiah Washington when he spoke out about it. Yeah. They yeah. kicked him off of Gray's Anatomy, and from what I understand, the man better face it. They say he's blackballed in, uh, in Hollywood. Basically, because yeah. I think he spoke out against it. And They called him and they labeled him a homophobe.
1: So, so as far as your your Facebook page, uh, I know we, we should, it seems like we shared quite a few friends over a hundred and some friends. That kind of
3: surprising. see, I think that's how I kind of found you, maybe is yeah,
1: and because
3: uh, we shared what, so many friends. What's been
1: some of your most uh, interesting uh, posts that you put out that, that that did really really? I would
3: really say uh, the most interesting is two. Religion and the um gay lesbian movement okay would be to me the most the most interesting um uh, also the um when I speak of topics about with black women with hair black women got an issue with hair it's, it's deep
2: so those yeah, are so- the three.
1: I saw a post you mentioned the other day about uh, women who ask you about your hair, or something something like that, and uh, you were saying. Like, well, yeah, what
3: I was I was getting tired of is, like, I can be in a store, minding my own business, and a woman will walk up to me, a black woman, and say, "Oh, your hair is so pretty. I just uh, I'm just not at that point yet," or they'll say stuff like, uh, "I just prefer mine straight." And my thing is. I'm minding my own business, haven't said anything to anybody. Is there a need to tell me that? Because I decide to wear my hair natural. I don't say that to people who decide to straighten theirs. And, and when I do straighten mine, I straighten mine by blow-drying iron. I don't use a chemical. Or I don't wear weeds, so I don't go up to weed wearers and say stuff like that. So why is it that women who have decided to go back to their natural state, why are they basically attacked? What, what do you think? Other blacks
1: What do you think their point really is are they Are they really hating on the inside and just and just got to say something to you? Do, you do you have you put anything together with what I, I
3: think that they really don't I think some of them I think it's twofold I think some of them really would like to grow theirs out natural, but they feel like maybe they they they'll be talked about or criticized. And then the other is malicious. They want to try, you know what, they're so brainwashed that because I, I don't wear my hair straight that um, I must be some part of a movement or something. I'm trying to make a statement. I mean, I even get two different looks because, you know, every now and then I will. A couple of weeks ago I I blow-dried it and flat-ironed it and I got so much more reception. i had a couple of women tell me, oh, you look better like that. I had a couple of you know, men tell me, Oh, I like that. You look better like that, you know. But when it happens, you really don't have to say anything. It's my hair. Yeah,
1: just could just going about their business like you were going about yours, pretty much.
3: Like you were just going about your business like that, because I, I don't, I don't, I don't prefer weave, but I don't go up to women who wear weave and say things like that. You know, I let people be whoever they are. It's a lot of things that. You just play the song, everyday people, different strokes for different folks. People have a right to wear their hair or however they want to wear their hair. I I could care less. I made the decision to become natural for a couple reasons, for health reasons and also for exercising reasons because you go and spend, I was spending, I'm going to tell you, when I was getting a relaxer in my hair, when I would go get the relaxer, you have to pay for special conditioners Uh, trim. I was giving the lady almost $120 when I go get a relaxer. I had to get a relaxer every six to eight weeks. So I'm looking at giving her $120 or more, you know, with the tip. And I exercise, So it's like it became a waste of money. And it also became an extra worry. You don't want to mess your hair up. Yeah. You want your hair to look a certain way Because if you work out You'll sweat it out And then too I was having problems with the chemical in my scalp You know as far as burning And it was causing a lot of problems So I just one day I told The lady who was doing my hair I said you know what I, I won't be getting any more relaxed And look at the money I saved. Look at yeah. the $120 That's in my pocket Less stress I do my own hair you know, I'm you. about being able to maximize whatever, I, you know, when it comes to certain things.
1: So. Let me ask you this as we wind down. Uh, what What is it that, uh out there that's just that's going on now? Is there anything in particular that just really, really, really gets up under your skin as far as uh, the system? Oh,
3: um, the one thing that really gets under my skin is uh, the murdering of children that a lot of, not just boyfriends are doing. So. A lot of people concentrate that just the boyfriends are killing these kids, you got these kids' own parents killing them. That really, if you hurt a kid, that just, that hurts me to the yeah. bone, to the heart, that these innocent children are being used as pawns. They've been brought into the world and just, like, treated worse than dogs. Over here where I live at, I, you know, I watch these folks with their animals they, these folks treat their animals better. So yeah, that I really would say Keith, is a big issue. I mean, you got too many kids being murdered. You know, whether they're at the hands of the boyfriends or the hands of parents, I um, I feel so bad. I just feel like our society is just is gone. And until I don't feel like, is there anything that can be done?
1: You know, I, 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 I battle that feeling all the time saying that maybe there's something that can be done. I just don't see any light whatsoever at the end of this tunnel. I see it getting worse, far worse before it gets Me even too. closer to better, and that's bad. But I just well, keep trying to keep going.
3: Like you said earlier, the more they take away education, the more they take away jobs, you're going to see it get worse. People, you know what, in the defense of humanity, people have to be able to eat, sleep, and have clothing. If they don't have, those are your basic needs. If you can't get that, it will create even more havoc. And I mean, that's with any race. That is That has nothing to do with race. And the way... This society is headed in this country. People can't get jobs. People are not being educated. They don't have the resources. So I can't do nothing but get worse until somebody says enough is enough. Until some politician or somebody gets in there and says, you know what, We've got to penalize these companies. See, these companies give big money to these political organizations. Mm-hmm. So they can do what they want to do. They run this country.
1: Yeah, that's what's happening. Corporations they run
3: this country.
2: The 1%. The corporations
3: run this country. They can take a job, spend it overseas, pay the people. It's about two paying people, little or nothing. You've got people who go on to work every day, working 40, 50 hours a week, and they're still poor. That shouldn't be but as long as you have that, you're going to have these issues. Yep. And then you got these pastors who, to me, are taking advantage of people.
1: The, the, the pastors are part of the church, which is part of the system. It's all a part of the exactly. same. Exactly.
3: It's all taking advantage. You got them thinking, oh, if you come to church and you give your money,
2: it's going to mm-hmm. get
3: better. Oh, it's going to get better. We don't see nothing getting better. Come on, ask yourself. Even yep. though. I, I I don't see anything getting better. Like you say, I gotta agree, I see it
2: getting only worse. It gets progressively
3: worse. Yep, yeah,
1: it, 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 it's Still I keep trying, but I just don't see I just see uh getting worse where it gets better. I hope I hope and I hope I'm wrong. I, there's been several things I that I, I, I say and believe but I do hope I'm wrong, it's just so that usually I'm kinda right with it. And, uh, you know, so I won't well, have have you seen
3: any, you know what, you you you, you are right, because if you look over the years, have you seen anything get better? And you see things getting progressively worse? I am. I don't see nothing not. getting better from year to year.
1: We don't even have the Corner Mama Pop store anymore. We don't have, like I say, we have nothing. And
3: uh, You do, but you're right. But listen, the Arabs own it.
1: <laughs> the, 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 Arab, the Arabs and the Indians, they have it all. They own the gas station. Yeah, stations. they own it. it's all. And it's
3: they could a- pop up a store just like that.
1: And that's that's the world we live in. And we just yeah. we just watch. So is there any uh closing statement you wanna make, D D? Just anything you wanna share and just closing uh,
3: statement I would like to say is um I really enjoyed doing the show. Um I just hope people will listen to it and think. Don't have to agree, don't have to disagree. Just think on your own, make your own assumption. That's
1: all It's about just just think, because too many people just don't think, and it's obvious because of some of the things that they say to you when you talk to them. (laughs) It's clear that they don't think. Exactly,
3: they don't think, and I just wish wish people would think and uh, come up with their own decisions or whatever they want to do, because I'm not here. I'm no expert. I'm not here to uh, try and tell anyone what to do or how to think. Everything that I write about comes straight from the heart. It's passionate. And it's from what I see and what I've experienced. It has um, nothing to do with what I've heard. It's not hearsay.
1: It's what you've seen so, with your own uh, eyes, what you've experienced. What I with see your, with my
3: own um, eyes and what I have passion about. Because I'm out here like the next person. I'm out here working every day. I'm out here trying to maintain and sustain a of, of life like everyone else. No different, no less, no more. So everything I would want for myself, I want for everybody else because you can't live in the world alone.
1: Yeah. I hear you. And on that note, I'll say uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on. We finally got it in. I know we've been trying to get this in for, for a while. And I know we have. The And I hope to
3: come on again.
1: I appreciate you. Oh, absolutely. we got to do it again. Uh, as things in life transpires, we'll get together and talk about what's happening at that moment. So uh, I thank you so much, and I'll close it out. I just want to say that in the name of whomever or whatever, (laughs) your spiritual power, peace.
3: Bye-bye. Have a good Sunday, everyone.